Hey, cashiers. We Have the Receipts podcast is coming at you live from Netflix is a Joke Fest in Los Angeles. Chris, are you kidding? No, Netflix is a joke, Courtney, but this is not one of them. Our listeners in LA have the chance to join us for a live recording of our podcast, We Have the Receipts, hosted by me, Chris Burns. And me, Courtney Revolution. Join us and a few surprise guests from your favorite Netflix reality shows on Saturday, May 4th at 1 p.m. at a secret location in Hollywood. To be announced. Get your tickets for the We Have the Receipts live show at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. That's todoom, T-U-D-U-M dot com slash W-H-T-R. Tickets are limited. If you can't make it to the show, we still want to hear your beautiful voice. Leave us a message at speakpipe.com slash We Have the Receipts. You may even hear your own voice on the show. Grab a ticket at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. And we'll see you on May 4th in Los Angeles. Bye, cashiers. for our country. Is anybody else really worried for our country? So I'm worried, and by the way, I am very proud to be an American, and I love my country very much, and I want the best for it. There's no joke there, it's just a statement. I love being an American. What I'm scared for, what I'm scared about aren't so much the nightmares clawing at our front and back doors, both politically, foreign, domestic, economically, ecologically, whatever. What I'm scared about is the fact that, like, my generation is supposed to be grown up and mature now. I represent the millennials. Perhaps you've seen our Instagram pages. Yeah, we cheer for ourselves. We're the worst. And we did it. I will say this as the Lorax of my generation. Mustache. We didn't ask to be spoiled. Our parents loved us and they gave us everything. That's the job of the generation prior, to give the next generation a better world than they had. So I'm gonna apologize to my grandkids for the radioactive ball of foil and Diet Coke that they're gonna inherit (laughs) from us. But that's what the people before you do. And I believe that this wave of entitlement started with our grandparents. Our grandparents were called the greatest generation and I believe that they were. They selflessly gave and they made this country the idea of America that a lot of us miss. White people. The rest of us, it was horrible for most of them. Okay, but in general. (laughs) The main points of it, okay? Your grandparents had to fight. They had no choice. Grandpa had to fight in World War II. Grandpa was straight up drizzafted, okay? He had no choice. (laughs) And when he came home from the war, all he wanted to do was have a family, have a job, be like a little racist, and live the American dream. That's it. (laughs) He fought, he got right to work. It's not like guys say who'd be like, oh, I just want to backpack around Oregon and find myself. No. (laughs) And they're allowed to say that because whether you like them or not, our military does such a good job of defending us on a day-to-day basis. And I know that TSA blows. But they do such a good job that you're allowed to mentally check out. Like if you don't like the war going on right now, Unlike it on Facebook. You're allowed to do that. There was no concerted effort. You didn't have to fight. My point is there was no day we all gathered in our town squares and threw our iPhones into the center so the military could use the scrap metal. What's this, a droid? Take it back, freak. We didn't have that. (laughs) And I think it's difficult to conceive of a world where you have to sacrifice so much and to understand what our grandparents did because now they're old. And you look at them and when you think old, what do you think? Cute, right? Your grandparents are cute because they're tiny, shrinking every year. Pick them up, put them down. They don't like it. Sprinkle water. Get it off me. They don't like it. (laughs) 
and the whiter you are, the greater a chance there is that you've developed some weird, pejorative, kitten-like nickname for your grandfather. Oh, it's not grandpa anymore. It's like, this is my nim-nim. <laughs> this is my yippers. <laughs> this is my Pip-Hop. And Pip-Hop doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I was a prisoner of war for six years. Call me Pip-Hop, I've had worse. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, my Pip-Hop is so cute. <gasps> He's so cute, you guys. Sometimes at Christmas, when Pip-Hop falls asleep, we like to decorate him with Christmas bows. Isn't that funny? Silly Pip-Hop. Pip-Hop's got 53 confirmed kills! <laughs> Don't think for a second Pip-Hop doesn't remember how to repurpose that Christmas bow around your neck to get the intel that he needs out of you. Sit the fuck down, Colton, Caleb, Ashton, Crashton, Cramden, whatever your fucking hipster name is. Sit down! <laughs> Pip-Hop came home uh, from the war, and then they had our parents. Our parents are called the Baby Boomers. They're called the Baby Boomers because Pip-Hop came home from Normandy, and he was like, Ooh, I'm not dead. Boom, Gladys, let's fuck. And then... <laughs> The baby boomers, ask your parents, were the first generation. They were allowed to be artists on a mass scale. You didn't have to work on your family business. You could go out, you could take drugs, rock and roll. You could do and be what you wanted to be out in the big city. And then the baby boomers had Generation X, and I don't care about them because I'm a millennial. We showed up, got a trophy for breathing, and then we invented Instagram. Watch Eliza Schlesinger. Confirmed kills only on Netflix.